Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby and if you're brand new to the show, the show is all about a little well-known card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's episode, we are going to go over all the red cards of Magic Corset 2021 and hear my thoughts on them. And this is more of a casual review more than anything. If you're looking for something that's going to help you win pre-release or sealed, you've gone, you've completely gone to the wrong podcast here. Uh, we're going to be talking about the cards, talking about my thoughts on them, and if they're fun and good and limited or constructed, standard, EDH, historic, whatever have you. And maybe even talk about the art on some of them too because a lot of the art's cool. So I'm excited to talk about the red cards because there are so many cool red cards here. Um, with the past episode with all the black cards, I was surprised at how many good black cards there really are in this set, especially with concerning with limited and all that. So <clears throat> before we begin, let's get some announcements out of the way. A Magic Zuby can be found on the following iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify. And if you want to help support the show, you can support the show at patreon.com slash magicwazubi. If you want to follow me on Twitter, Follow me on Twitter at Magic with Zuby, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And uh, you can email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. And let's get two quick little ads out of the way, and we will get on with the review of the red cards for M21. Well, hey there, Zoe. Why the long face there, chum? I just want to order some Magic cards, but the shipping was too expensive. Too expensive? Well, did you know if you go to LegitMTG.com, you can order any Magic cards, and anything over $2 or more has free shipping. Wow, free shipping at LegitMTG.com. That's amazing. You heard that right, Zoe. Free shipping at LegitMTG.com with any order over $2 or more. Be sure to visit today and get the best deal on Magic Singles and Magic Sealed product available. And that is how you beat the latest standard meta with Abzan. Ugh, it feels like there's no magic content out there for someone like me. Someone who doesn't want to be competitive. Someone who is... Who is... a normie? Yeah, exactly! A normie! Well, have I got the show for you. The all-new Magic for Normies show. Hi, I'm Pixie. And I'm Zuby. Together, we host the all-new Magic Magic for for Normies. Normies. It is the Magic the Gathering show for all your normie needs. We don't care what deck got into the top eight or what deck is winning. We care about having fun playing Magic. That's right, Pixie. You can watch us on Pixie's Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixiekittenplays and catch the VOD on our YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. If audio is your thing, you can find episodes on the Magic Wazubi RSS feed. Magic for normies. Alright, so let's start off with talking about these red cards here. Uh, first up, we've got Battle Rattle Shaman for three and a red. It's a goblin shaman. It's a 2-2. Two, two. Two two for four is a little bit on the expensive side, but at the beginning of combat on your turn, you may have target creature get plus two plus zero until end of turn, so it can target itself, making it a four two for four. Or you can pump up another creature as well. Maybe it has trample or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's really strong or has death touch or life link. You know. So I kind of like this card. This could almost be a pack one pick one for me if there's really nothing better there. But I kind of like this. For pumping up a really good creature there. Uh, next up, we've and, and and I love the little art of this too. The little dancing. It almost kind of looked like 
he's either dancing for someone or he's trying to inspire people in front of it or he's making fun of someone. I don't know. I don't know how it goes. Uh, next up is Bolt Hound for two and a red. It's an elemental dog. It has It's a 2-2 two, two with haste. Whenever this attacks, other creatures you control get plus one, plus zero until end of turn. Okay, dang. This is, pumps up all your other creatures. Yeah, this is, could definitely be a pack one, pick one. I This is pretty aggro. Holy crap, yeah. This is this is pretty good. Uh, next up, we've got Bone Pit Brute for four double red. It's a Cyclops. It's a four, five with Menace. When this enters the battlefield, target creature gets plus four, plus zero until end of turn. Um, all these, the first three red cards we're talking about all pump up your creatures. It's, wow. Uh, menace, a, a six mana menace with four or five. That's pretty damn good. Um, I like this a lot and the art is awesome here too. Next up, we've got Brash Taunter for four and a red. It's a goblin creature. It's a 1-1. One, one. Has indestructible. Whenever Brash Taunter is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent. You pay two and a red and tap this. Brash Taunter fights another target creature. Um, so this is Stuffy Doll that's come to life as a goblin. Whenever this is dealt damage, it deals that much damage to target opponent and you make it fight another creature. Um, <laughs> I love the art of this, first of all, because it's, you know, it's a weak goblin, completely weak, but it's indestructible and you make it fight other creatures and it, and it's going to, you know, hit, make whatever damage it takes is going to go to a target opponent. So all the green spells, now I haven't even really looked at green yet as of this recording, but as we all know, green has plenty of cards that says, Hey, target creature fights target creature and all that stuff. You know, I would almost want to build a, like, a gruel deck where I try to get this out and just have it fight other creatures completely. That That's just simply hilarious. I love this card so much. I'd pack one, pick one this for sure, because I, I love this art. I want this art in foil here. Um, oh, God. The, okay. I'm, I'm kind of, like, squealing about this art here, because this kind of art reminds me of old school magic right here. The old school magic art. It I mean, it looks like watercolor. Um, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. I love this art. I love this card. It's great. It's one of my favorite goblins. Next up, we've got Burn Bright. Two and a red. It's an instant. Creatures you control get plus two, plus oh until end of turn. I'm pretty sure this is a reprint. Um, I can't remember what set I've seen this before. I think this is a reprint. Um, but God, there's so many pump effects in red right now. Is red becoming green lately? I mean, I know there's always been plenty of pump effects in, in red, but just like the first five cards we're going over, there's just so many pump effects already. Next up, we've got the red Planeswalker, Chandra. Chandra Heart of Fire for three double reds. A Chandra Planeswalker has five loyalty. Her plus one, discard your hand, then exile the top three cards of your library. Until end of turn, you may play cards exiled this way. Okay, that's pretty common what we've seen in red before. Her other plus one is Chandra deals two damage to any target. Okay, that's not bad, so it shocks a target. I like it. And her Nag 9, her ultimate, search your graveyard and library for any number of red instant and or sorcery cards. Exile them, then shuffle your library. You may cast them this turn, add six red mana to your mana pool. Okay, that's pretty good. It's not that strong. We've seen stronger Chandra ultimates, but I I like this. Um, you know, it's I, I when I first saw this, I didn't see the library part. I thought it was only like look at your graveyard. So in something like my Niv Mizzet Spellslinger EDH deck, I I would like this a lot, actually. 
Um, I it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, now, as far as the card itself being able to protect itself, I mean, yeah, Chandra can shock someone, which could possibly take out one creature. Um, but I really like the draw effects of them. Uh, you probably wouldn't want to do the first plus one, the discard your hand. At first, you probably want to shock because maybe you want to wait until you have more mana available to do those. So, I don't know. I mean, I really like the art of it. It looks like Chandra's hair is getting longer, which is cool. It's an interesting since her hair goes on fire. Um, but, I mean, I've, I know we've seen better Chandras in this. It's an interesting Chandra. It, it's definitely more exciting than like the M15 Chandra that we've seen before. So, it's a decent corset Chandra. That's what I'll say. Definitely not as good as last year's Chandra for M20, right? Yeah, it's the M20 Chandra. Yeah, but it's still decent. It's still decent. Next up, we've got Chandra's Incinerator for 5 and a red. It's an elemental. It's a 6-6. Six, 6-6 six. Six, six for 6 is not bad. The spell costs X less to cast, where X is the total amount of non-combat damage dealt to your opponents this turn. Has Trample. Whenever a source you control deals non-combat damage to an opponent, Chandra's Incinerator deals that much damage to target creature or planeswalker that player controls. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Um, I love this card. Torbran wants this card in and around its deck. Um, because the way I've built my Torbran is basically nothing but non-combat damage for the most part. And this would just have it deal more damage to target creature or planeswalker. Oh, it's the only target creature or planeswalker. Okay, I got excited where it'd be like target opponent, like any target. Still, 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 I want this card in Chandra's Incinerator. Pack one, pick one. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Even if at worst you have to pay six mana for this, still not bad. A 6-6 six, six with Trample is not bad at all. Um, I love it. I love it, and I want it. Uh, next up is Chandra's Magmut for one and a red. It's an elemental dog creature. It's a 2-2. Two, two. You can tap this, and this deals one damage to target player or planeswalker. So not a bad little pinger for limited here. And yeah, it's, uh, it'd be like early to mid-pick for me if I know I'm going heavy and red here. A 2-2 two, two for two is not bad, and plus I can ping. I like it. Uh, next up, we've got Chandra's Pyreling for one and a red. It's an elemental lizard creature. It's a 1-3. Whenever a source you control deals non-combat damage to an opponent, Chandra's Pyreling gets plus one, plus oh, and gains double strike until end of turn. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. So you have Chandra out, and then you get Chandra's Pyreling. You have Chandra shock, you know, a player, and boom, this is going to deal four damage to something. Ooh. Okay. Okay, I like this. I think Chandra just wanted something to blame random scorch marks on, says Jace Bellerin. Yep. Yep. Oh, and I like the 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 uh, flavor text from Chandra's Magma. Is it purebred? No, but it's pure fire. <laughs> oh God, I I'm loving like almost every single red card here so far that I'm seeing here. Okay, and this is one of my um one of my favorite goblins here, just mainly because of the art here. A uh, conspicuous Snoop, double red goblin rogue. It's a two two. Play with the top card of your library revealed. You may cast goblin spells from the top of your library. As long as the top card of your library is a goblin card, Conspicuous Snoop has all activated abilities of that card. And people are already talking about how this is the new Splinter Twin in Modern and all that. Um, I can't remember the exact combo of it. Um, oh, God. It's that, like, Mogwart Mother something, that Bogwart Goblin. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember at all. 
But um, yeah, this is uh, this is ridiculous, and I love it, and I love the art where it looks like the goblin just wants to go in. M- maybe maybe they don't allow goblins in there, or maybe he's just m- maybe the goblin is just you know spying on someone or something. I like it. I I, I love the goblin's so cute. I th- I think he's misunderstood. Um, next up, we've got a reprint of Crash Through. I think this came from Amon Ket because they look like they're from Amon Ket there. Uh, one red sorcery creatures you control gain trample until end of turn and draw a card. Heck, a one mana draw a card effect for red. Not bad. And plus you get the added benefit of gaining trample. Hey, not bad. If you're in red, pick that card. Uh, next up, we've got destructive tampering for two and a red. It's a sorcery. Choose one. Destroy target artifact or creatures without flying can't block this turn. Okay, so pretty decent if you want to be able to try to get through your opponents and kill them faster or destroy a pesky artifact and like mid to late pick more than anything next up we've got double vision it's uh that popular foreigner song for three double red it's an enchantment whenever you cast your first instant or sorcery spell each turn copy that spell you may choose new targets for the copy um edh playable yes uh would definitely go on that calamax uh commander deck for sure um otherwise i mean would this be a pack one pick one yeah maybe not maybe not but yeah definitely uh edh playable i might put this in niv mizzet so this next card probably out of all the cards i've seen in m21 is probably my favorite card of m21 and it's going in Torbrand like a thousand percent uh it's fiery emancipation for three Triple red, it's an enchantment. If a source you control would deal damage to a permanent or player, it deals triple that damage to that permanent or player instead. With Torbran out, and with this out, and with all other damage dealers and all that, holy crap, this is insanity. I love it. I love it so much. I mean, in limited, yeah, pack one, pick one, yeah, sure, why not? Because I'd want to pick it and then put it into a EDH deck later on. Um, I love it. Love it so much. It's going to make probably standard historic so annoying, but I love it. I love this card. You're my favorite card of M21. All right, next up, we've got Furious Rise. For Tuna Red, it's an enchantment at the beginning of your end step. If you control a creature with power 4 or greater, exile the top card of your library. You may play that card until you exile another card with Furious Rise. So this is a reprint from Theros. Um, interesting to see this again. Um, I mean, it's a pretty decent card at the beginning of your end step. If you control a creature with power 4 or greater, exile the top card of your library and play that until you exile another card of Furious Rise. So, yeah, I mean, if you have, if you can pull it off, great. If not, this would not be a very high pick for me in Theros. I mean, in not Theros, um, <laughs> in M21 in draft. Um, here I am thinking I'm going, talking about Theros here. Next up, we've got Fear of the Bitten. For one red, it's an enchantment or enchant creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two, plus two, and attacks each combat if able. So another pump effect for red. And, you know, with red, you're going to be wanting to do a lot of damage and kill them quickly. Uh, aggro, and this is, if you're if you're going to aggro, this is the kind of card you want. Next up, we've got Gadrak, or Gadrak. Is it Gadrak or Gadrak? Gadrak the Crown Scourge. Two and a red. It's a legendary creature dragon. It's a 5-4. A 5-4 for three. Okay. Flying. It can't attack unless you control four more artifacts. Okay. Okay. So there is a 
There is a uh, drawback to it. At the beginning of your end step, create a treasure token for each non-token creature that died this turn. Oh, non-token creature that died this turn. Okay, so maybe this isn't that great. Like, I'm thinking of this just in limited here. So it's going to be hard to have four or more artifacts unless, you know, you get some artifact creatures in there. And uh, unless you got some sack effects or... Maybe you have, like, one of your creatures die or something. It creates a treasure token. Um, oh, God. It's so easy. Like, if you don't even look at the text box, it's so easy to say, yeah, pack one, pick one for sure. But uh, I'd be I'd be very wary about picking this one early. Um, I'll be, I don't think this will see a lot of constructed play either in standard or historic because it's just too big of a drawback, in my opinion here at least. I could be completely wrong on this warps the entire standard format. Like, just how I thought Oko was a piece of crap, you know? What do I know? Uh, next up, we've got Goblin Arsonist. For one red, it's a Goblin Shaman. It's a 1-1. One, one. When this dies, you may have it deal one damage to any target. So, Goblin Arsonist has been reprinted a bunch of times, and now it's back. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you need a quick little Goblin, there you go. There you go, and mid to late pick definitely late pick more than anything next up we've got goblin wizardry for three and a red it's an instant create two one one red goblin wizard creature tokens with prowess Ooh, interesting so the common you know kind of goblin tokens we see you know it's just one one red goblin tokens now these are goblin wizard tokens with prowess that's pretty cool and i love the little art it looks like they're like is that one casting a fire i i don't know how is he casting that fireball? Is it coming from his butt or something or his other arm? I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. But I like the card. Four mana. Create two goblins. Yeah, I'd probably early to mid pick this if I know I'm going heavy into red. Next up is Havoc Jester. For four and a red, it's a devil creature. It's a 5-5. Five, 5-5 five. Five, five for five is not bad. Whenever you sack a permanent, Havoc Jester deals one damage to any target. So it's similar to that um other card from guilds of ravnica or ravnica allegiance um wow i can't think of it at all um it's that rakdos one so very similar to this and if you do have some sack effects then great this could help but i mean a five mana five five just on its own unlimited is pretty decent so and then this is just a this is a uh you know, an added benefit, but it's only whenever you sack a permanent. It's never when a, per a permanent is sacrificed. So, okay. So it's not too bad. Not too bad. I like it. Next up, we've got Heartfire Immolator. For one and a red, it's a 2-2 human wizard with prowess. You can pay one red to sacrifice this. It deals damage equal to its power to target creature or planeswalker. Okay. That's not the worst. So it's a two-mana 2-2, two, two, it's a bear with prowess. Just on the surface, that's pretty decent. And you have the possibility of sacking it and killing something if you need to get rid of something like that. Okay, I, I can get on board with that. Next up, we've got Hellkite Punisher. It is a 5 and double red dragon. It's a 6-6, six, six, a 6-6 six, six for 7. A little bit expensive, has flying. But you can pay 1 red mana to pump this up. Give it plus one, plus oh until end of turn. So this would be a pretty good bomb for you in limited. Next up, we've got Hobble Fiend. Oh, and I love the art 
for this too. It's like a giant dragon. What? How big is that dragon's tail? That tail looks. That tail is longer than the dragon itself. God, would that tail like make him drag, or something? I feel like he wouldn't be able to fly very high on that. And plus, he's just burning down a small little house. I feel bad for the house there, the people's house. Will paying no more tribute to that tyrannical lizard. A new age starts today. Says Mayor Cat Cadrum, now deceased. Yeah. Um. God, that Hellcape. I love the art of that car. That dragon looked badass, though, for sure. All right. Okay. We'll talk about Hobblefiend now. Uh, one in a red devil creature. It's a two-one has trample. You can pay one to sack another creature. Put a one-one counter on Hobblefiend. Okay, not bad. It gives you a sack outlet. And plus it pumps up that creature. I can I can deal with that. You know, maybe early to mid-pick, maybe, if I need a sack outlet. Especially if I'm doing red-black, right? Uh, next up, we've got Igneous Cur. One in a red. It's an elemental dog. It's a 1-2. You can pay one in a red, and Igneous Cur gets plus 2, plus 0 until end of turn. It is not a very uh, good-looking dog. It's not a very cute dog. Some dogs just aren't meant to be indoor pets. Yeah, that dog I don't think is meant to be indoor at all. And it looks like he was indoors somewhere because there's like a barn or a house on fire. And uh, a 1-2 two for 2 is not that great, but it can pump itself up. Okay, so mid to late pick more than anything. Next up, we've got Kinetic Augur for 3 and a red. It's a human shaman creature. The power and toughness is star slash 4. It has trample. The power is equal to the number of instant and sorcery cards in your graveyard. Okay. When it enters the battlefield, discard up to two cards, then draw that many cards. Okay, so you have to discard cards for this. It's a four mana, you have to discard cards, and you may then draw that many cards. So, uh, this would not be a very high pick for me. No, I, I might look for something else, because just that the power is going to be dependent on how many instant sorcery cards you have in the graveyard, I may look for something else. Next up, we've got a reprint of Onaki Ogre for two and a red. It's an Ogre Warrior. It's a 4-2, and that's about it. And, you know, if you need a little beater in red, there you go. That's your card. That's your card. It, it's it's decent. Not the greatest, but it's decent. Uh, next up, we've got Pitchburn Devils for four and a red. It's a devil creature. It's a 3-3. Three, three. When this dies, it deals three damage to any target. So, not too bad. You know, if you need a way to win quicker in red, here you go. Three three for five, on serve is not too great, but hey, you get to lightning bolt something when it dies. Next up, we've got Sanctum of Shattered Heights. Two in a red. It's a legendary enchantment shrine. You can pay one to discard a land card or shrine card. This deals X damage to target creature or planeswalker, where X is the number of shrines you control. Um, I would probably avoid this at all costs and limited because this does not seem to be very good. And as far as like a shrine control deck that I play in Arena, I'd probably, I might ignore this card as well, because I'm not very thrilled with this card at all. It Unless I'm completely wrong here, I, I'm looking at this card, and I'm like, eh, it's not that great. Next up, we've got Scorching Dragonfire, one in a red instant, so this is another reprint. Uh, this deals three damage to target creature or planeswalker. If that creature or planeswalker would die this turn, exile it instead. So we don't have lightning strike again in standard. So a little bit disappointing, but hey, this is okay. You know, you get to exile a creature, kind of similar to Lava Coil, because we will be losing Lava Coil in standard in a few months. So it's okay. Pretty decent removal. 
and limited. Next up, we've got a reprint of Shock for one red mana. It's an instant. Shock deals two damage to any target. And I really like this art compared to the Kaladesh art. This is the original art of Shock, if I recall. So it's nice to see a reprint of this. Um, this does tell me right here that we're not going to see Lightning Bolt in standard probably ever again. It's kind of sad because I would love to see Lightning Bolt reprinted for standard. I mean, I know Lightning Bolt got reprinted for Jumpstart and all that, but I'd love to see Lightning Bolt reprinted for standard. Next up, we've got Soul Seer, two in a red instant. This deals five damage to Dark Creature Planeswalker. That permanent loses Indestructible until end of turn. Ooh, okay. That's some pretty damn good removal. Three mana to deal five damage, and the permanent loses Indestructible as well. Okay, yeah, give me that, please. Very good, very good. Like it, love it. Probably a pack one, pick one, if anything. Next up, we've got a reprint of Spell Gorger Weird. This came out in what? Uh, Guilds of Ravnica, I think? Tune a red weird creature. It's a 2 2. Whenever you cast a non creature spell, put a 1 1 counter and Spell Gorger Weird. So, I mean, yeah, if you're going red. Heck yeah, pick this card. It's it's not a bad card. This this card has won me some games of limited here. It's it's surprisingly good. Next up, we've got Subira. I'm probably mispronouncing that. Subira Tolzidi Car Caravaner. I probably completely mispronounced that. Two and a red human shaman creature. It's a 2-3 with haste. Uh, you can pay one to and another target creature power two less can't be blocked this turn pay one in a red and tap this discard your hand until end of turn whenever creature control power two less deals combat damage to a player draw a card okay cool so even if you have no cards in hand you can tap that and possibly draw some cards as well too i kind of like that um i yeah and plus it has haste and all that i i like this a lot this would this would be a pack one pick one for me um, and Subir, is that Teferi's wife or is that Teferi's daughter? No, Teferi's daughter's Niambi or, oh God, I'm forgetting the names. I'm so terrible at names. Um, I think this might be Teferi's wife, maybe? I think, I don't know. I'm so bad at remembering it all. But, um, yeah, not a bad card. Could be a pack one, pick one. Next up, we've got a reprint of Sure Strike for one in a red instant. Target creature gets plus three plus own, gains first strike until end of turn. That's always a good combat trick, especially the first strike. And this kind of this kind of card's always worth maybe having one of in your limited deck. Next up is oof, this one's a doozy. This one's a doozy. Terror of the Peaks. Three double red. It's a dragon creature. It's a five-four with flying. Spells your opponents cast that target Terror of the Peaks costs an additional three life to cast. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, Terror of the Peaks deals damage equal to that creature's power to any target. <laughs> oh my god, that's ridiculous. This is gonna see this is gonna see constructive play for sure. Um, I mean I don't know what kind of deck yet, but this is just a crazy card right here. Um I love it. I love it so much. And it's going to my Ur Dragon deck. Oh my gosh. Th this is my new favorite dragon right now. Um, not really. I mean, I still really liked Glorybringer and Thunderbreak region and all that. But, um, as far as the past couple years, this is my favorite dragon right here for sure. 
Next up, we've got a reprint of Thrill of Possibility, which I always like seeing. Um, it's one in a red instant as additional cost to cast this spell. Discard a card, draw two cards. Uh, it's better than Tormenting Voice. I, I feel like this is better than Cathartic Reunion. Um, and now that we have it in instant speed, this is it's ridiculously good. Yeah, definitely worth picking up at least a copy or two in your limited deck if you're having red here. Next up, we've got Tra Traitorous Greed. For three and a red, it's a sorcery. Gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap that creature, it gains haste until end of turn. Add two mana of any one color. So it's basically... No, Active Treason is three mana, I think. So this is just basically Active Treason for one more mana. And you get a better benefit because you get to add two mana of any one color to your mana pool. Um yeah yeah it'll be an early to mid pick for sure i like this a lot here um next up we've got transmogrify for three and a red it's a sorcery exile target creature that creature's controller reveals cards from the top of their library until they reveal a creature card that player puts that card onto the battlefield and shuffles the rest into their library so this could be a nice way to cheat out a creature in edh i mean especially standard as well too but on EDH, this would be good. Like if you have Sensei's Divining Top and you put a really good creature card on top of it and boom, you exile some little puny creature and now you get your really big creature out or something. Uh, pack one, pick one, eh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But this will definitely see play in like EDH and possibly even Standard or Historic. Next up, we've got Turn to Slag for three double red. It's a sorcery. This deals five damage to target creature. Destroy all equipment attached to that creature. So pretty decent removal. It is a bit on the expensive side, but it's pretty decent removal. And plus you get to possibly destroy some artifacts along the way too, if that's a possibility. All right, next up, we've got Turret Ogre for three and a red. It's an Ogre Warrior creature with four, three of reach. Uh, when this enters the battlefield, if you control another creature, Will power four or greater. Tur Ogre deals two damage to each opponent. Ooh, okay. Okay. Um, I kind of like that. Oh, sorry. I got to rub my eyes here real quick. Oh, my eyes are hurting for some reason. Um, a 4-3 four, for four is not too bad. It does have reach. Um, and with, you know, just by itself is not too bad. And then with the added benefit of it possibly dealing two damage to each opponent is not bad as well either. So a mid to late pick for something like that. Uh, next up, we've got Unleash Fury for one and a red. It's an instant double the power of target creature until end of turn. So this is a pretty neat combat trick. We haven't seen something like this before. And it's a possibility of, you know, maybe your creature will die because of the toughness. But hey, you want to take out another creature. Just like sort of like Sure Strike. Um, but this is just another like kind of last minute combat trick or possibly you want to be able to kill your opponent as well too uh, next up we've got volcanic geyser it's an x double red spell instant volcanic geyser deals x damage to any target so this is probably possibly be an ending spell as well too um could be an early to mid pick in draft and i think this is a reprint i want to say it's not it's not a bad card it's not a bad card um and then certainly last but not least is a very interesting card, Volcanic Salvo. It's 10 double red. This spell costs X less to cast where X is total power of creatures you control. So hopefully this will cost a lot less to cast uh, when you're playing this. Uh, this deals 6 damage to each 
of up to two target creatures and or planeswalkers. Oh, it only targets creatures or planeswalkers? Okay, I'm way less excited about this then. Um, it's it's okay. Yeah, I, I, I thought this... When I first saw this, I thought this deals six damage to, like, to any target, like each up to two targets or something. Eh, kind of not that excited about this. Not a pack one pick one for sure. Kind of, kind of meh about this now. So there you have it. Those are all the red cards for M21. So there you have it. Those are all the red cards for M21. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, next up, we are going to do all the green cards for M21. And thank you all for listening and watching, and hope you all have a great night.